0: This episode may contain strong language, nudity, and dated pop culture references. Parental discretion is advised. From the audio arena in Meltdown Comics, it's Two Packs with me, Jeffrey Golden! Welcome to Two Packs, the Trading Card Comedy Show. I open up packs of weird, retro, shagadelic, baby, trading cards with a funny friend. And this week, we're all about the pack attack. Two collectible card games enter, and no one survives. Playing with me is the Michael Jordan of Made Up Card Games. He's on Something Awful, the Nerdist. And he's my best buddy, Asterios Coconuts. Hi, Jeffrey. Hey, welcome back to the show, Asterios. It's good to be back in the pack attack. In the pack attack. Pack Attack is a game that we made up and has swept the nation Absolutely, <laughs> at this point. We're both Time Magazine's Man of the Year, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. It is not bad. At first, I was like, you're going to share the cover with the stereos, and I was like, I'm okay with that. Then I got a little jealous. Then I started getting really jealous. I was like, why do I have to share my Man of the Year status? But then I remembered... Pack Attack is nothing without the two of us. That's exactly right. That's the thing. It's the thing we built together.
1: We're stronger as a team than we are as individuals when it comes to Pack Attack, the game we made up. It's like Calvin Ball, but with collectible card games. (laughs) It is so much fun. I love playing Pack Attack. What we do when we play Pack Attack is we take two different collectible card games, shuffle all the cards together, (laughs) and then try to beat. The
0: deck. Can you beat the deck? Can you hit the deck,
1: or will the deck hit you? That's a good question. And we're going to have to answer it in this week's Pack Attack.
0: Oh boy, are you ready, sir? I'm ready. What do we have here? Well, we have maybe two of the greatest spies in film and television history. Okay. It's a real espionage tale that we're going to be weaving here today. Okay. First from Press Pass 24, first edition Jack Bauer, the collectible card game (laughs) from 2007. (laughs) Remember when torturing everybody was a good idea? The best idea. (laughs) It was the only idea in many circumstances. (laughs) Well, we've got it. We've got the weird uh, collectible card game that they made for 24. And then, speaking of great secret agents, from Decipher, Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, colon, the collectible card game from 1999. Oh, yeah, baby, yeah, yeah we oh, got it. No. Oh, does this make you horny, baby? Mm, little. <laughs> There's a picture of Felicity Shagwell on yeah, the cover. There she is. Felicity Shagwell. She
1: shags well. Oh, if her last name is any indication. I prefer Felicity Shag Good. <laughs> well, you're, look, you are... I mean, honestly, you've always been
0: a bit of a grammar (laughs) hound.
1: But now here's what makes me sad about this. Decipher
0: made this game. You are a collectible card game expert, so you would know. Who is Decipher? What games did they make?
1: Decipher made Star Wars, the collectible card game, and Star Trek, the collectible card game. And those were two of your games. Oh, my God, yeah. I own so many cards. (laughs) I was actually just thinking about this the other day. At one point... Me and my little brothers opened up a pack of Star Trek, the collectible card game, and we found a card called Future Enterprise, which is the Enterprise D from the series finale, All Good Things, that has like a third warp nacelle (laughs) attached to the body because Admiral Riker refused to let it fall out of service. It was the first ultra-rare card that Decipher made. Meaning the odds of finding it were like one in 85. <laughs> and so I remember when we found it, I remember the three of us in the back of my mom's station wagon screaming our heads <laughs> off. We're going, oh my God. Oh, and the then future I'm. Future Enterprise. Oh,
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> and then I'm imagining. Your mom, hearing these sudden noise, swerves out of traffic, mm-hmm. crashes into a tree. The car is destroyed. That's why I'm a ghost. And that's why-, <laughs> that's why I'm the, the first ghost median. <laughs> that's why I summoned you with this Ouija board. Thanks for summoning me. I did miss you and the world of the living. I knew that because when I asked, did you miss me? You spelled y- uh-huh. E- uh-huh. A- oh H, yeah, yeah, I yeah, he yeah, did. did, yeah, pretty and much, I still do, yay. So the question of this pack sure. attack is Jack Bauer and Austin Powers. I don't. Can they get along? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What if
1: Jack Bauer is back in the '60s,
0: or is Austin Powers trying to keep up with this newfangled terrorist world that we live in? Who's the fish out of water here? I think I, we're gonna find out. I guess we're gonna find out. When we open these
1: packs. All right. I'm I'm gonna open the 24 pack.
0: I'm gonna open up Austin Powers. Okay. Press Pass Games. What a
1: terrible name for a <laughs> company. And hand me those cards if you don't mind. I'm gonna shuffle them together. Let's do it up. All right.
0: I'll play uh, some appropriate music. Thank you. do 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 do. Do 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 do. <laughs> Did <do>, it. <do>, <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> Austin Powers. <laughs> Austin Powers. Do, 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 do. <laughs> We're drawing three card hands. One thing I'm gonna say right off the bat, just looking at these, I do like you know, most collectible card games, the backs are always exactly the same. Yeah. I like that we get some variation in the Austin Powers backs because I'm seeing both Austin Powers and Doctor Evil now, on the back.
1: Here's what I'm guessing that means. I'm guessing that means that when you play the game, you have to choose a faction. For example, in Decipher's Star Wars, the customizable card game, you could either play as the Rebels or as the Empire. So I'm guessing (laughs) that Decipher carried that mechanic into this, and you could either play for Dr. Evil or for Austin Powers. Do you remember the name of... Austin
0: Powers spy group that he was a part of. Let's say it was Shag. Sure. S.A.S. <laughs> secret eight. Headquarters and Government. Yeah. Shag, shag baby. baby. That's why you can't sing yeah, he kept saying Shag. He was just trying to tell us about his secret headquarters. Well, it's
1: like when the G.I. Joes always say, Yo, Joe.
0: Right. They're just talking about their battalion.
1: You know, the ability to just keep saying Shag is a pretty good out. Because you say <laughs> to a girl, for example, let's say you say it to, a lot of vagina, right and she doesn't want to share you can just be like i was just talking about my government agency baby now you're the one who's being
0: sexist <laughs> he would say that constantly <laughs> the fourth i read the script for the fourth movie and it's called austin powers the spy who turned it back around on women <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of all these social
1: justice warriors, baby. Yeah, Gamergate <laughs> yeah, yeah. game forever, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. Let's... Let's see who our first all opponent right, is. Our first opponent is... Attorney General Kevin Graves.
0: <laughs> Ooh. This is the 24 universe. It's the 24 universe. There's a lot of digital <laughs> numbers on these cards, by the way. Yeah, oh my God, you're
1: right. <laughs> He's got a politics of three. Okay. And a health of one. Okay. He also adds plus two.
0: Just to something.
1: It doesn't say what. All right, to something. Okay. He's a statesman. Okay. He's affiliated with the Citadel. Okay. React zero. After Kevin Graves comes into play, set target conspirator. Mm. And his flavor text reads, Tell the Attorney General to proceed.
0: Ooh, okay. Shadowy figure in the back. Yep. Do you have anything to play against Mr. Graves here? Oh my God. I actually. No,
1: it's too strong. I have, like, honestly, I have the best character in 24 in my hand. But. Instead, I'm going to throw Kevin Graves a frickin' bone, Uh, baby!
0: Oh, yeah, baby. Let me see. So it's a picture of Austin Powers making his tiger face.
1: By the way, the card is literally entitled, Frickin' Bone.
0: Yeah, it is. And there's a picture of a bone (laughs) there. That's where the flavor text goes. (laughs) Put it in my bone, baby. I put the gur in swinger, baby. He puts the gur in swinger. Because he's like a tiger. Sure. Yeah, listen. Someone had to. So apparently you need some vibes to play this game. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the mana of this game? Vibes? Well, it says Shag one. Oh, he's Groovy one. He is Shagadelic (laughs) 2. And he's Oh my god. He's creepy one. He's got ten mojo. That's a lot of mojo, baby. It does, but he needs four vibes in order to play. Right. Well, in Austin Powers 2
1: or 3, doesn't someone drain his mojo?
0: Yes, that sounds like a thing that would happen to Austin Powers. Okay. So uh, he needs mojo. He needs to be powered by some... But he's by a, vibes. By vibes. But he is... A, I mean, that is Austin Powers. Well, yeah. He is the international man of... of mystery. Mystery, yeah, yeah. of Shagging and such. So he would be a good candidate for Graves, but I feel like he's going to need something to boost his mojo. Of course. What does the deck gonna well, draw what, for Graves?
1: Let's see. Right now, this is sort of no contest. Right. We're trying to seduce... Kevin Graves. Right. I think we can handle this. For Christ's sakes, he's only got a politics of three. Right. This card has an assassinate
0: of two? (laughs) Did you see that? It's very confusing. Yes, it is. So it says assassinate two, but under two, it says shagadelic. Shagadelic, right. So So I don't mm. know if he needs two shagadelic to assassinate. Right. It's raises more questions than an answer. So we're certainly going
1: to have to do something to Power this freaking bone, right? All right. So no matter, but let's see. Kevin Graves defends. Oh no, with a disciplinary action. What? It's a picture of Frau Helga, <laughs> right? Something. The Great. one who is like sending the bones, whatever. It's her spraying Minnie Me with a water bottle. It says, "Make an evil pinky smirk." Last player to do the same cannot use their assassins during their next turn all right so to be fair yes let's say you represent kevin graves and i'll represent our team okay and on three we're gonna try to make a pinky smirk and whoever does it the slowest loses okay all right. and all our right. judge will be our fine producer all right One, two. Three. Oh, behave. Yeah, baby I won Mysterious wow, wins all right so that nullifies the disciplinary action but we still need to somehow power the freaking bone I know I know I've got nothing
0: I'll tell you that right now to I have power nothing to... that to power the bone <sighs> like I have someone who could work the bone sure like I have somebody who's obviously like a skilled bone technician of course but I don't know if he would be considered a power source in and of himself, I'll put we him down. Him.
1: Let's find out.
0: All right, so this is Johnson, the radar operator. <gasps> he has a very large forehead, an absurdly large forehead. That's
1: Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard.
0: Oh, really? Yes, that's okay. So you're playing
1: Clint Howard.
0: I'm playing Clint Howard: colon radar operator. Excellent. He's got a creepy mustache. He's got a big headset. And he's wearing a lab coat. It says, I don't know, sir, but it looks like a giant. He's got 30 mojo and one creepy vibe. One vibe's creepy. Now, my thinking was maybe maybe he could operate the mojo. Maybe he could, I don't know. Don't you know what he's reacting to? What is he don't reacting to? Don't you remember to? this scene? No. What is ha- What happens? It, in-
1: there's a scene in one of these stupid movies where <laughs> like a giant penis is rocket ship. And so they keep cutting away before, like, somebody can say, like, dick or... Cock. Uh, so he's like, I don't know, sir. It looks like a giant. And then they do a smash cut to somebody saying, sausage, step <laughs> by your sausage here. Oh, my God. Look what's up there. It looks like a huge. And then you cut to someone going, Hard. hot dogs.
0: All oh, right. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, right. They
1: just keep cutting between various sausage vendors. You got it. <laughs> like, yeah. <that's> right, <laughs> wieners. Yeah. And wieners here. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Meat tubes. Get your <laughs> meat tubes at the ballpark. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Ballpark me meat, dude.
1: <laughs> he's a radar technician. He actually works in Dr. Evil's lab. Right. I don't know. Well, what he's doing, don't forget, man. And look, you can see it in the lower Stuff. right-hand corner. Yes. He's launching a giant dick satellite into space.
0: I know. He but... does have 30 mojo points.
1: Yeah, but I... D- that wouldn't get me going, baby. No, no baby, it doesn't no. get Austin
0: Powers going. I think we lost All on right, this I think round. We lost on this round. All right, <gasps> Kevin Graves God has outwitted us. It figures. It does figure. You it know still what? stings. You know what? In the 24 universe- The bad guy always gets the upper hand first. You know, like something blows up. Like, oh, Van Nuys blew up. It did. Yeah, it did. Yeah, in (laughs) that one season premiere, like Van Nuys blew up. (laughs) Right. It was pretty funny. (laughs) It was like, uh,. yeah, it's Van Nuys, who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm not too worried about it.
1: What'll happen to the pornographic
0: community? What are we trying to get well, to I say here. three points. We're trying to get to three points. So right now, we're at zero, one to the deck here.
1: All right, I'm going to draw, I'm going to refresh our hands, and then I'm going to draw four. Oh,
0: see, now I get the card that I desperately needed to up his mojo. Isn't that always
1: the way? Fuck! You didn't top deck it. All right, it looks like we're fighting Felicity's Corvette.
0: Hmm, Felicity's Corvette. That's yeah. Felicity Shagwell. Felicity Shagwell has a flag Corvette. So it's patterned after an American flag. The license plate says CIA 1. So not very uh, covert. Yeah, no. And also, the car itself is very ostentatious. So. It would draw a lot more attention than a spy would want to. Absolutely. It says play on table. Discard at any time to provide all the vibes required by any one card. Oh,
1: my God, that's exactly what we needed.
0: Or if you have these vibes, shagadelic, randy, or creepy, take one Felicity and or Austin in your discard pile and play them on the table. I have a question for you, Asterios. Sure. Who was this game for? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I think it's for people who enjoyed very complex game
0: mechanics, (laughs) but
1: also crude sexual situations (laughs) and their humor.
0: I guess there's an overlap there, right? You know what the overlap is? Me? Yeah. And I'm
1: not even having that much
0: fun. <laughs> yeah. I, this
1: they game were, makes my head
0: hurt. I like the idea that the people at Decipher were like, we need a game for this man. They <laughs> pulled pull down a poster stereo's coke <laughs> He likes comedy films. And he likes complex game mechanics. This is perfect. <laughs> he likes, ironically, explaining them 20 years later on the <laughs> medium we're going to call podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant.
1: Yay.
0: All right. Well, Felicity's got a
1: Corvette. So right now we're facing Felicity's Corvette. Let's I, say it's sentient. Yeah. It's sort of like the truck from Maximum Overdrive. You know, it's an evil car. It's a
0: sexy, evil American yeah. car. I am very confident with my next move <gasps> here. Okay. Because I know how to dispose of this car. Sure. This car has to get in his belly. Oh, my <laughs> God. Fat bastard. It's a freaking bone card. It says, get in my belly. And it's fat bastard pointing to his belly. He is. He's got $10 billion, apparently. Oh, my God. That car is definitely no, I'm going sorry, to Jeffrey. To...
1: I'm so sorry, Jeffrey. What? How much money does he have?
0: It says in the bottom left corner ten billion dollars. I believe it's I'm sorry to say this, but I believe it's actually pronounced ten billion (laughs) (laughs) dollars. I've never heard it pronounced that way before. That's how don't you remember? All right, let's move on. <laughs> I really remembered, but I'm just kidding. So what I'm saying is that Fat Bastard is going to eat this car. That piece by piece. Completely
1: That's maybe the most plausible move we've ever made in Pack Attack. Yeah, I agree. He's gonna ask the car if it wants to smoke in a pancake. And then he's gonna eat the car. And shit out $10 billion worth of gold. All right. But let's see if the car can defend itself. These spy cars often have gadgets and you never know. It's true. It it looks like this car is going to spit out. It looks like in the trunk was hiding Ahmed Amar. Oh, no. Quote, he's unpredictable. That's his character class. He's unpredictable. Sure. He's got a character rating of two combat rating of two and a health of one his subclass is just
0: terrorist he's just ter- <laughs> and by the way not a specific type of terrorist no no he's just terrorist not kidding this is cal Penn. oh fuck that's right cal pen was on the show yeah cal Penn. by the way what was Cal Penn thinking, being on 24? I
1: think they probably told look, I'm sure his character is more complex than his card is. I mean, because Cal Penn's not gonna play an evil Muslim terrorist. He had already been in
0: Harold and Kumar at this point. I know. His flavor text says, I can't go to the hospital. So he's been <laughs> shot in the belly. He's been shot in the belly. Shot in his belly. belly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this character's already wounded. That's true. However, he is unpredictable. So now the sentient car has a driver, and the yeah. driver is a terrorist. A wounded terrorist, but an unpredictable terrorist. Well,
1: you know, there's no terrorist more dangerous than a wounded terrorist. So you back a wounded terrorist into the you know corner and it's gonna do something unpredictable.
0: This is very true. So But he can't go to the hospital. Right. He can't go to the hospital. Do so I have a hospital car? <laughs> here's the other thing too: yes. is that he dies, but the car still lives. Right. We've just we've determined that the car is sentient. So right now, it's more of a Roger Rabbit, really? Benny the Cab situation. So they're more of a team up, right, this, as I see it.
1: No, right? They amplify each other's strengths nullify mm. each other's weaknesses.
0: Does Fat Bastard ever eat a human in these movies? Well, Jeffrey, A, thank you for setting me up. You're welcome. And B. At one point, he did. Eat a baby! (laughs) I
1: ate a baby! Oh, my God. Why aren't more things Austin Powers? I agree. This is so much more fun to talk about than 24. (laughs) All right. Well, okay. I think what we've got to do is... (laughs) Look, I'm going to tell you, this would be pretty funny. Okay. What if Fat Bastard got into... A particular kind of contest with a metamar and that contest i'm talking about is a dance contest i'm gonna, All right i'm throwing fat bastard a freaking bone great called i'm even better <laughs> off my feet uh, and it's felicity shagwell and austin powers <laughs> dancing here are the vibes that are required too groovy one creepy, two shagadelic, one randy.
0: <laughs> I needed a randy vibe, and I couldn't get it. Uh, That's the regret of the tournament-level Austin Powers player <laughs> drinking himself in a bar. Oh, my God. Oh. I needed one more shagadelic, one more randy vibe. I couldn't get it. I should have I, I should have sideboarded against Groovy, <laughs> but I just didn't. Why won't anyone in life throw me a freaking bone? Sir, <laughs> <laughs> sure, you've had enough. Sure. <laughs> put another one in my belly. <laughs>
1: oh my God, <laughs> sir! I'm sorry, but your bar tab is one million dollars. <laughs> oh, uh, I miss Austin awesome
0: Powers. Man. I know. I miss when he was great. Yeah, yeah. The height of the height of power. <laughs> now we're putting Ahmed and a car against Fat Bastard in a dance contest. right. (laughs) Who does win that? I mean, I feel like the most mobile of the characters is the car. (laughs) Yeah,
1: but have you ever seen a fat guy dance? It's like uh, Ralph Cramden.
0: Yeah. You know, fat guys are always
1: very dainty and agile.
0: This is very true. And I believe also he's got that baby-back, baby-back, (gasps) baby-back rhythm to dance to. Remember, he wants his baby-back, 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 baby-back. I didn't
1: remember that, but now (laughs) I'll never forget (laughs) it.
0: Right. But, like, here's the thing. Yeah. Even if Fat Bastard loses the dance contest, he could still eat his opponents. Definitely. So, I don't know. What are we thinking here? Honestly, I'm going to say this. In the Austin Powers universe... (laughs)
1: What's funniest wins Yeah A lot of things are illogical in Austin Powers They only exist because it's funny For example, the person who tried to run over Michael McDonald With <laughs> a And by Michael McDonald I don't mean the singing star I mean the mad TV star Right With a steamroller yeah, Michael yeah. McDonald just kept screaming like Stop yeah. and no And it's like he would have got Logically he'll get out of the way But staying in the way is funnier I agree if Fat Bastard wins the dance contest that's hilarious. If Fat Bastard loses <laughs> the dance contest that's hilarious. Right. Either way I think Fat Bastard
0: wins. Also I think Fat Bastard is probably the most powerful card in the Austin Powers.
1: I can't, I <laughs> mean wins. honestly I definitely think he's a yeah. his stomach is like a black hole. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Yeah, he, he wins. W- he wins.
1: He All wins. right. All right. So well, now it's now here. it's a tie-breaking round. This next one is going to decide the game.
0: Well, listen. Either way, it's been an honor serving uh, you. We've got more shagadelic action coming up in a bit, but first we'll take a quick break. We're back, baby. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're wondering,
1: we did not behave in the break. No. (laughs) No, you told us to. (laughs) Who said behave? You said, "Oh, behave."
0: And we said, "No." (laughs) We said, "No." We refused. No, we refused to behave.
1: For once in Pack Attack, I've got, like, such powerful cards in my hand. Yeah. All right. So we've got one point. The deck has one point. Yep. We're playing a three. Yep. Now our next opponent is Teddy Hanlon. I'm going to hand this over to Jeffrey. What's his name? Teddy Hanlon. Teddy Hanlon. All these character names are so stupid. <laughs> I love Teddy them ha- all.
0: Teddy Hanlon. He's a disgruntled sniper. Uh-oh. Now, sometimes with trading cards and collectible card games, I get upset because the description doesn't match the illustration. But in this case, this guy looks exactly like what a disgruntled sniper <laughs> should look like. He's a frowning guy. He's holding a sniper. <laughs> Everything. And he looks like a Teddy Hanlon. He's an agent. The flavor copy is from Jack Bauer. Do not shoot. Teddy, stand down. He's lethal. After Teddy Hanlon kills a character, lose one point. Oh, God. Oh, God. And he is plus one, combat four, health one. So this is a real deadly guy here.
1: Yeah. This might be the rare in the pack. All right, and let's see. You know what? I'm going to go soft on Teddy first because it seems like Teddy wants to play a violent game. Yeah. He's very disgruntled Mm -hmm. about sniping. Jack's telling him not to shoot. He's going to shoot. He doesn't care. He's super disgruntled. Yeah. But what if we attack him from a political angle? Plausible Deniability. Interesting. I'm playing a card called Plausible Deniability. It's an event, an intrigue event. Mission one, target defending conspirator, that's us, Yeah. gains Plus two politics.
0: How do these two cards relate, would you say?
1: I'm going to try to defeat his combat score with our overall politics score. Hmm. So right now, we're at a politics of two. Yeah. Because he wants to play the violence game. But what if we can discredit him on the national stage, make a fool of him, rob him of his power
0: base, Right. Essentially, turn him into the Anthony Weiner of the sniper community. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, we're threatening to out him. We're threatening to expose him to the world at large, to politics, discredit him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what he draws in response to that. Oh, no. Uh oh. What do we got? You know who's a really good political operator? Oh, God. It's Basil Exposition, the elder British intelligence superior. He's a smiling British man with a flower on his lapel and yeah, he's got two groovy vibes. Uh, I don't remember Basil being as groovy as a two. But, I mean, I'm seeing some Austin power cards that only have one groovy. That's true. So this is implying that Basil is Pretty groovy. but we don't know how high the
1: grooviness goes. What if we eventually draw Austin Powers in his grooviest 40?
0: Oh, yeah, that would be very funny. I like that Austin Powers is just an unstoppable <laughs> amount of groovy. <laughs> when played, you may return one discarded swinger to your hand. Uh oh. Mm. Let's.
1: May I have the discard pile, please?
0: Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. like
1: Basil position could bring back. I'm going to say Basil position brings back Attorney General Kevin Graves. Oh no! Oh,
0: our greatest enemy. No,
1: Graves. Graves. Kevin Graves is so far the most adept and adroit political
0: operator we've seen on the board. I agree. Also, these are like the three. Whitest guys. Yeah! <laughs> These are three super right. white dudes all working together. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I like your strategy here. We could, in theory, expose all three of them Indeed. as a mass conspiracy. Yeah. I'm going to play this one. Okay. It's a freaking bone card. Sure.
1: You're, so you're going to throw me a freaking bone.
0: Oh, yes. I will. In fact, I will throw it to you right oh, thank now. You. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is great. Okay. This card <laughs> is called.
1: How does that feel, baby? And it's Austin giving, like, a
0: very lascivious massage to Felicity Shagwell. If they're all feeling kind of horny. Baby. Baby, thank you. Mm Loosey-goosey, baby. Yeah. Shagadelic, baby. Yeah. Then maybe they won't be on their guard when we expose them as a conspiracy, when we discredit them as a conspiracy. I know exactly what you're saying.
1: Right. Look, not to be... Stereotypical here. Yeah. But Kevin Graves and Basilek's position, <laughs> they both do look like friends of Dorothy. Like, um like Kevin Graves has immaculately quaffed grey hair. Right. He's wearing like a beautiful suit. Basilek's position <laughs> Same. Same. But British. But British, which is even hotter. Yeah, absolutely. Teddy Hamlin is disgruntled. Yeah. What if we throw this freaking bone to Kevin Graves and Basil Exposition, which gets them really horny, baby? Good. And then what if they start giving each other, like, couples massage? Right. And what if it leads to shagging?
0: Yeah. Let's all take a moment to imagine these two characters having sex. Okay. Great. I think
1: that was... <laughs> yeah, I did it. No, that was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. I just wish Basil Exposition wouldn't have spent so much time explaining what was happening <laughs> know. while the, he was doing
0: it. The two of us are getting very horny. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, I know. I'm here. Know. <laughs> <It's>
1: like, <laughs> Teddy Hamlin is disgruntled yeah. because he wasn't invited to the shag party. So the to shag the shag party. He
0: wasn't invited to the and shag party. He was. A,
1: right. A game mechanic inherent to the Austin Powers collectible card game is swingers. Right all right, these two are swingers, Teddy's not invited, Teddy's disgruntled, Teddy's leaving.
0: Oh. Taking
1: our sniper off the board, removing the physical threat, and then I'm just going to throw both of them into Dr. Evil's <laughs> secret volcano lair. <laughs> I just played Dr. Evil's secret volcano <laughs> lair. Take one agent from your score pile and play them on the table, or... If you have these vibes, one groovy and two randy, play on the table, your Dr. Evils can be assassinated only by Austin and shagged only by Frau Farbissina. <laughs> so, what this is meant to do is protect my Dr. Evils right. from being assassinated by Felicity Shagwell. Sure.
0: Austin Powers.
1: Uh No. Austin Powers is the only one that can assassinate Dr. Evil. Right. But Scott Evil couldn't turn against him. Mini-Me mm. many, many couldn't turn against him. And God forbid, Foxy
0: Cleopatra couldn't assassinate him. Foxy Cleopatra not from this movie, but a time traveler. Exactly. If I recall, she could have time traveled into this deck. Absolutely. It's a possibility, is all I'm saying.
1: There's a lot of time travel in the Austin Powers movies. That's true.
0: Just distracting them out.
1: (laughs) All right, I'm throwing them both into the volcano lair, and guess what the volcano lair has? Freaking sharks with freaking (laughs) laser beams attached to their heads. These two guys are chum.
0: Yeah, they're not surviving this. I think we defeated them. All right, our final opponent is... Oh, my God. Who's our final opponent? A, it's a hollow foil card. Okay. Which is awesome. Great. It's
1: President Charles
0: Logan. (gasps) Do you
1: remember this guy? I'm going to hand this card to you
0: careful with it though it's hollow foil. it's was super the, rare was he the president who was also a terrorist yes okay they
1: like essentially they were like we're gonna have like a nixon type villain
0: right so he's like the president yeah. that just like <laughs> shoots people so, so it's a rainbow hologram and the guy yeah he's like a nixon type he's like an older white guy they cut out his pupils so the eyes are hollow foil. so the effect is that he's like super creepy and there's like a nuclear symbol on it he's a character six. His slogan is, making it happen. He's a conspirator with politics five and health two and a plus one. He gets to play an agenda. You think you know what's going on. I'm here to tell you, you don't. (laughs) Baby, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Let's see. We're we're fucked. Well, Look, (laughs) he's the president of the United States, but he's also a terrorist. (laughs) With access to the nuclear
1: codes oh god. and holofoil laser eyes oh god now oh god I, I think what we have to do first is we need to see what his agenda is right his agenda is you're going to love this okay the name of the card is evil rap <laughs>
0: oh yes Well, 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 I'm the president, but I'm also bad. You're in these rhymes are going to make you mad. Play on table. Your creepy vibes now also provide groovy vibes. (laughs) 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 So many vibes. Or if you have these vibes, one shagadelic or two randy, choose a player to discard one scored frickin' bone. I'm going to
1: say Charles Logan's best use of this card is to convert creepy vibes into groovy
0: vibes. Absolutely. look how creepy this guy is. Oh, he's the creepiest. So he's converting his creepy vibes to groovy vibes, basically taking over the Grooviverse. Well, that's the thing. It's like, what is Austin Powers without the grooves? I know. You know? This is really difficult.
1: And also, now I'm imagining evil president charles logan rapping and it's pretty funny (laughs) that is pretty groovy all right look i've been saving this card forever i'm gonna play elite mercenary nina myers remember nina myers she was the turncoat from the first season of 24 played by the same actress who played Ezre dax on deep space nine long story short She totally
0: murderifies Jack Bauer's wife. Oh, God. Yeah. She is somebody to watch out
1: for. Yeah. Nina Myers is, I honestly want to say, probably the most dangerous assassin Mm -hmm. in the 24 canon. I'm not even kidding. Great. She's got a combat of five and a health of two. She's a terrorist. Her keyword
0: is lethal. Yeah. Pretty good. That's a pretty good keyword. If you're going to have any keywords.
1: Whenever Nina Myers resets, discard one card. Don't know what that means. And she's holding a machine pistol. She's going to be able to make a pretty good run at Charles Logan, unless Charles Logan can use his groovy to seduce her. Mm. How can we amplify Nina Myers'
0: powers? Mm. In 24, you have to interrogate the terrorist big time use any means necessary yeah right yeah well that's a pretty irritating interrogation what What did you say it's a picture of felicity shagwell holding a gun up to i believe will ferrell in a fez mustafa mustafa thank you it says choose a player with at least three copies of the same card In their score pile, they must discard all of them. And then a thing about vibes. And there's also... I'm not going to read this thing about vibes. And then Austin Powers also holding a gun. I'm going to say that
1: Nina Myers is going to irritatingly interrogate Charles Logan. Right. Can Nina Myers get anywhere near Charles Logan? No, I mean, no. That's a really good question. Thank God I've got the answer. Because Charles Logan has been taken into custody. Oh. This is a card where Chloe, the picture is Chloe being taken into custody, but like... Right. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna say it's Charles Logan. This is actually pretty interesting. It's a deadline card. (laughs) Okay. So, So much like 24, where there was always counting down, it's got two tickers on it, one that says zero minutes and one that says one minute. Oh, God. Destroy all equipment on target character. Flavor text reads, you're working against us, Chloe. And that's Sherry Rothenberg. Well, someone's accusing Chloe of working against? Uh, well, you know what? Here's Poor what, Chloe. Here's <laughs> what I'm guessing... A, she probably was. Yeah. She was probably secretly helping out
0: Jack Bauer, who oh, at that point yeah. was public enemy number one for the eighth time in yeah. the 24 series. Yeah, it's a surprise that they did not fire him after he disobeyed orders so many times. But
1: the thing is, he always, always
0: saves the day. Yeah. Though.
1: He's doing it for the greater good. Right. So we're taking Charles Logan and we're taking this dirtbag into custody.
0: Yeah, but you know what? You played an extra card. I think the deck gets to play an yeah. extra card, too. Let's see if Charles
1: Logan can contest this kind custody with oh my god this card's called <laughs> going out with a bang the presidential limo has been set on fire oh no <laughs> tactics react zero sacrifice two terrorists after a mission attempt is declared cancel the mission attempt the flavor text reads hello jack <laughs> i knew you were better than Amador but you're not better than me and that's Steven Saunders
0: who says that. Steven uh, songtime. Stephen Song. <laughs> Stephen so- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're not better than, than me. Um, well it seems to me, and this is a most ungroovy ending, but it seems to me that what happened here is the evil terrorist president, whose agenda is an evil groove rap. Right. Was taken into custody forcibly ...by Nina, the expert terrorist, which is going to irritate him. So he's taken into custody, but then I think they were both blown up in that limo. I think so, too.
1: I think it's a wash. I think this (laughs) is the first time pack attacks ever ended in a tie. It's ended... it's ended in a tie? And that's like kissing your sister, something that Austin would not recommend. I
0: know. Whoa, it really makes me think about the moral implications of terror and forced interrogation tactics I and know. putting things in your belly that aren't supposed to be there. They're not supposed to get in there, but he puts them there anyway. Wow. A somber yeah. ending. Wait,
1: at this point, can you start fading up Hello Darkness, My Old Friend? Yeah,
0: here, ready. Hello Darkness, My Old Friend. <laughs> <laughs> your busy day is at an end. The president's limo was blown up. And the last hope for humanity was blown up. With the limo that destroyed the president, also Austin Powers. Fire showers. Fire showers. The '60s are over. <laughs> 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 well, I'm Dr. Eva and I'm here to say in a rap, in a rap, in a rapping way.
1: My guy, my son's name Scott, got a mini-me. <laughs> I'm the most evil you can surely see. I've got my frow and number two, but the number one bad guy here is not you. It's me. <laughs>
0: Dr. E. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about Toys for Cheap. I would love to. You wrote a hilarious book called Toys for Cheap. It's a parody of toy catalogs from the 80s and 90s. There's a Billy Joel collectible card game. Instead of the real Ghostbusters, we have a new
1: series of toys called The Real Ghost Murderers. (laughs) And it's toys
0: that... (laughs) really just take way too much pleasure in punishing the dead for trespassing in the world of the living. It's basically what if Ghostbusters used the tactics of Jack Bauer. That's exactly (laughs) what it is.
1: There's definitely a character named Sinston who waterboards a ghost in a toilet (laughs) in Uh, this
0: book. There's Stretch the Truth Armstrong. Stretch the Truth Armstrong. The the only toy that lies on its resume. Indeed. This is the only catalog we will find Blade Man, Man of Blades, a who's entirely made of knives <laughs> and the illustrations are by jimmy hassey senior graphic designer at the onion and he is amazing and he is a wonderful illustrator and he really captured i think the style of those old illustrated toy catalogs like the old kb toy catalogs yeah
1: know. i remember whenever the sears catalog would come out for christmas the wish book that was my entire december Yep. was like reading this toy catalog and like Thinking, like, I want this, I want that. I would cut out the toys I wanted (laughs) and like paste them to like a poster board. I was so obsessed with the Sears Wish Book, and so I wanted to kind of make like a parody of that.
0: Where can they pick it up? They can get it at bookstores across the country. They can get it on Amazon, and they can get it always at DevastatorPress.com. That's uh, I, I'm the proud, uh, proud editor and publisher of the book, and I think it came out great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So
1: when you, I'm not kidding. So when you buy this book, you're not only helping out Gastosteros Cogados, you're helping out editor and publisher
0: Jeffrey Golden. That's two for one. It's a two for one deal. How can you go wrong? Just like the great deals you'll find in Toys for Cheap Catalog. Exactly. Well, thank you very much, Asterios. As always. Always a pleasure. This has been Jeffrey Golden. Pack-Attack. Pack Attack. Pack Attack. Two Packs was produced and engineered by Mason Booker. Opening theme by Matt Myers. Break music by Lee Rosevier. Logo by Kenny Kyle. Like the show. Rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us find new listeners as cool as you. Follow us on Twitter at Two Packs Podcast. That's T W O. And me, at Jeffrey Golden, that's Jeffrey with a G. Special thanks to Meltdown Comics. I left a bunch of these cards at the store for you to take. I'm your host, Jeffrey Golden. Hey, be good to each other.
1: Think about how many people Jack Bauer kills in one day. (laughs) And how many days he's had to do. And he never
0: goes to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't though. You no, we never well. see to do this. That That's yet. the first
1: thing they teach you at CTU <laughs> right, the
0: counterterrorism yeah. unit. You got twenty four hours to defeat every terrorist in the world. You don't have time to take shit. <laughs> every time you take a shit, another bomb goes off. Think about that. Make yourself constipated, <laughs> get back out there, <laughs> and torture another to Paris for information. Chloe. I need a location of the nearest bathroom. <laughs> There's no time, Jack. I Jack, can't give it to you. I can't you. give it to you, Jack. It would be morally wrong for me to give you the location of the bathroom, Damn Jack. Chloe. <laughs> oh, 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 no. <laughs> Don't hold it in. Hold it in. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps>